What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Crazy Face Uno podcast, where everyone has a story and everyone's story matters. What's your story? As always, I'm your host, Shane McNeely, and boy, are you in for a treat today. It is my honor and privilege to introduce my guest today, my friend, Ryan Pittman. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. It is good, good, good to have you on here. Like you said in the beginning, it's good to hear your voice. It is so good to hear your voice, dude. Yeah. It's fun to be here. I'm excited. I've had a lot of uh, Invisible Children guests on, people that I've met through Invisible Children, and uh, that is also how you and I met. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good times, good times. <laughs> yes, for sure. You were the, sh- what, shipping and fulfillment intern? That was my title. There so, you are. Uh, yeah, just did all that stuff, which is basically whatever Russell and Noah wanted me to do all day. So. <laughs> exactly. Which was fun. Yeah, we time. um we had some good times. We had some good times in the, oh, absolutely. In the office. Yeah. You, um... You were dating your wife, now wife, at the time, and so you spent a good chunk of time away from her as well, didn't you? We did, yeah. We had had, uh, just started, so I came in January, and we had just started dating in October. Okay. Uh, And we had had been friends for about two years before that, like pretty close friends. Yeah. Um, And so as I was kind of, well, as I... I didn't like have the the internship then, but I was in the interview process. And, yeah. Um, so I I was kind of like, you know what? I'm not. I mean, I was in college at that point. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna take a break. I'm not gonna look for anyone. I'm just gonna kind of do this internship because I'm going to San Diego. And it's a long way away. And blah, blah blah. So, um, I thought that was a good decision. And then like I don't know, two weeks later, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I have feelings for this. <laughs> that I've known for a long time. I was like, "Oh crap, this sucks." But I mean, I, it was it was just a really weird. It was weird, man. Yeah, uh, and long distance is hard, especially like yes, as long as you were away. Like what? Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, like in Four hindsight, months? it was it was only five months. Five months, yeah. When you'd only been dating three months, that was yeah, n- not what I was wanting. Not ideal. Not ideal. <laughs> That's a nice way to say. Do you feel like that? Like, are there things that you look back on? You're like, man, I'm really like now that you see that you like grew together in any special way, or like, is it pretty much just like that sucked and let's never do that again? (laughs) I mean, you know, in the moment, it did suck. Yeah, Um, I think looking back. Well, I'll say this: being out there, being away from her, Mm -hmm. was that was when I knew like she's the one. Like she's the one I'm gonna marry. Yeah, uh, it was just very, very clear. Um, I remember because uh, I was, you know, there's kind of the option at the end of the internship to stay on for another semester. Yeah, um, and so I'd considered that a little bit. Um, yeah, but it was one of those things. Where I was like, you know what? She's the one I want to marry. Some of what I've wanted for a long time, and so it's here. So I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna look back. You know, right? Um, so I remember talking with Noah. Uh, before I left, and it's kind of it's kind of an exit interview, and he was kind of asking what I'm going to do, like what are my plans about that. And I was like, I'll go get a job, buy a ring, and ask her to marry me. That, like that was 100 yeah, percent my plan. That's awesome. Uh, so it was uh, 
yeah, it was weird. It's not, you know, I mean, there's like the saying, the absence makes the heart grow fonder, you know, and that's yeah. exactly what it is. And that was very, very true. Yeah. That's but, awesome. That's so cool. It was awesome. What, it is. Can you remember, or do you know, like, the things that, like, what were the, when did you know? Like, when was that, did you have a moment, or was it, like, mm. a, over time, you're just like, this girl's rad. Yeah. Well, I, I knew she was rad. Because, like I said, we've been friends for, for two years. We were kind of, like, in this this group of friends that hung out a lot. Yeah. Uh, and that we, I still hang out with a lot of those people. We've all, we've all gotten married. Like, within a year, like, four or five of us all got married. <laughs> nice. Now we're all having kids, and so... It's like this really weird, like, I feel like some people, you have your college friends and you leave them and then you go make new friends, but a lot of my college friends still are my friends. Yeah. Um, very, That's awesome. Very, um, yeah, I'm super thankful and I'm very lucky and it's this, on this kind of weird group where I'll just still hang out. Um, but, yeah, so it wasn't like, so we'd known each other for a long time and so I, I knew she was rad. That wasn't, that wasn't the issue. Yeah. Um, but it was yes. I, I don't. I don't think it was one moment. I think it was just maybe it hit me all at once. I'm like, holy crap! Sure. I've been away from her for so long. I don't ever want to do this again. Like, yeah. ever, ever want to do this? Again. Yeah. Um, and so it's just been. I don't know. That's something that was just. It was just very very clear, and I couldn't deny it. You know. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I've. I've like tried to think too. Like my. Like when I met my wife, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of knowing like. It was a it was a process. It was just one of those exactly kind of like you said, like man, it's like this process of kind of like eventually you're like, okay, yep, this is this yeah. is the one. But I can't yeah, like yeah. I can't tell you like a specific moment where I was like, oh, you know, like yeah. the angels it's, came down and started singing. Comedy. We're like, choose her. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not a romantic comedy movie. It's yeah, no, yeah, real yeah. life. Seriously. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those things where it's also it's a decision every day. Yeah, to, yeah. You know, so I think it's that's how kind of my experience has been that, or my experience with the realizing that it's like I realized it every single day. Yeah, I made decisions based on that realization. You know. Yeah, so, I think I think I think it's a choice too. You know, you get to like choose oh, yeah. to like. That was a big part of my vows. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, I have my vows sitting right next to me. I, oh, that's cool. <laughs> which is kind <laughs> of interesting, that, like reminded me of that but yeah Are you gonna give them to me? uh i can if you want i'm just kidding but so are you you live in like we haven't spoke probably really since you left we we chatted like a little bit maybe um we did yeah wait and we hung out at um oh yeah 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 in uh 2013 yeah that's right no that's 14 anyway yeah so we've we seen that. each other a couple of times since yeah. the old IC days, but mm-hmm. um, are you, you're in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, I'm in no. uh, Marietta, Georgia, which okay. is like uh, northwest of um, Atlanta. Okay, cool. Suburb of did you, did you know, I, I'm in Florida now. I live in Florida. I, I, knew, I knew that. Where, where do you live in Florida? Uh, Like Coconut Creek is like our city or whatever, but which is okay. just north of Fort Lauderdale, like 20 minutes, okay. 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Okay. okay. Nice. That's not too bad. Yeah, no, that's my, good. My brother just moved from. He lived was living in Melbourne, Florida. Mm. Um, he lived there for two years, which I'll yeah. start Orlando. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Oh, you, guys, you guys have been there. You guys moved relatively recently, right? Yeah, like going on four months, maybe now. Oh wow, that's awesome. You like? Yeah. You guys like? So far, so good. You know, it's like I don't know. For me, it 
it's it's so hard to describe you know people are like well are you settled in are you like does it feel like home and you're like ah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but it does like it does it feels normal you know what i mean like it like yeah. this it, it's we've lived here long enough for this to feel kind of normal but cool. like this last weekend we went down to miami mm-hmm. and uh we actually got um two nights like a hotel room free for two nights uh in miami oh. so we were like yeah right on south beach which was kind of cool and we were like that's cool okay yeah we're like yeah okay we're gonna go it's only you know an hour away so mm-hmm. so we went down there you know and it's moments like that where you're like this is pretty much our home you know like this yeah. is where we live um yeah i know dana really struggled you, you know when you and i like we lived in san diego i lived there for a few years and you live there mm-hmm. for a bit, and you kind of just get used to, like, the palm trees and stuff. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but Dana's lived in – she lived in Minnesota her whole life, you know. She never moved away from mm-hmm. Minnesota. So when she came down here, and, like, for the first couple months, she was like, it feels like I'm just on this really long vacation. Like, I walk outside, and there's palm trees, you know. like yeah. And I remember, yeah. I remember that, like, in San Diego where you're, like, walking – like, we walked to work, you know, or took the yeah. – you guys took the – you know your van in but when i was walking to work and just being like this is this is my life this is where i live right now like this is home yeah like this is so it, it there's moments like that i think that still kind of pop up every once in a while where we're at the beach and we're like yep gonna go to the beach and hang out because it's where Cause i live yeah <laughs> so that's cool yeah so why did you guys florida uh my wife she got a promotion uh through nice. her work and yeah. Yeah, she's kicking ass and taking names, and uh, yeah, she's doing Thanks, a great man. job. She's she's a she's a go getter. So that's cool. yeah, I brought that's us cool. down here and kind of opened the opportunity up for me to to do what I'm doing now. So yeah, that's really cool, dude. That's really, yeah, really yeah. cool. What are you up to these days? Uh, I am stay home dad right now. Look at you, that's awesome. Yeah, I have man. I have a Mr. Mom's. I have uh I have another one of my like one of my best friends, uh, Tony Wiltsy. Uh-huh. He uh he's doing that as well, and he's stay at home stay at home dad. Yeah, that's yeah. Whole, that's really cool. That's yeah, awesome. it's awesome. Um, yeah, it's super fun. It's uh it's different and weird, um, but uh it's really good. And I think you and I probably have similar wives. And my wife is a, a go getter, and she's very talented yeah. at her job. And <clears throat> she just finished her um her master's in nursing education. Um, so nice. she's a educated at a, a emergency department for a hospital up here oh wow that's um, awesome she, yeah she we moved we moved back here we lived in nashville for a few years and we moved back here when we found out we were pregnant um so my, my wife called her old hospital and said, hey like maybe moving back kind of like you know yeah or she said, happy jobs or whatever and she they're like you can start next week and she was like uh, <laughs> okay so we're moving back to atlanta next week uh, which was awesome um, yeah. and so then after that, about a year after that, she got a promotion to being leadership. And, um, so it's just been kind of this whirlwind for her. Um, sure. been like, all right, well, I mean, mathematically you can make more money than I can. So yeah. Here we are. <laughs> Heck yeah. And I'm not why not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know it's so, been, um, it's been weird for, for me. Like, so right now, you know, I'm working on crazy face, Uno full time. And yeah. so we're dependent on her income. So there's similarities. I feel like, Oh, yeah. uh, talking with you know my buddy Tony, what was was that a hard transition for you to like be at home and 
like to mm. be dependent on like just her income or yeah i mean i think maybe the, not from like a um, like i'm a man i make money like, yeah that's never been like my shtick sure um, and it's something that I've, my my mom stayed at home with me and my brother so yeah that's something that i kind of grew up with and i was lucky enough to grow up with yeah um and not that you know if you didn't your life isn't worse it's just you know of course yeah, I, yeah. I had a good experience with it and so that was something that I always thought was pretty cool. And so in the back of my mind, something I always kind of wanted to do. Yeah. But I wasn't going to push it. You know, if it never happens, it's like, well, it never happens. It, it's, it's, there are a lot of people that it doesn't happen for and that's fine. Um, there's nothing, you know, nothing's better or worse. It's just different. Yeah. So, yep. Um, but I was, I was working at an Apple store in Nashville and I, you know, when we finally were moving back to Atlanta, I tried to transfer and I just couldn't really, it, it still work out for a lot of reasons. Yeah. So we came back and we're like, you know what? Like, let's just try to do this single income. You know, let's just go for it and see what happens. Um, so we were able to purchase a house on my wife's income, which was great. That's awesome. Um, and then six weeks later, we had our baby, um, and and we've been kind of you know rolling ever since. So it's been, I think, it's been difficult for me as in you're just going from a double income to a single income family. That's just yeah. hard no matter what. Yeah. But um, as far as like my ego and my pride, no, that doesn't bug me. Um, that's cool. That's not, a, that's not an issue for me. <laughs> yeah, I that I feel like that's the part. I don't know. There is something with me that I I've talked about on here before, but man, the real struggle to like provide. Mm-hmm. Like I just really want to be able to, like, and it again like we're we're comfortable, like we're we're good, you know, like things are things yeah. are fine, but it's like man, I want to be the one to like provide. So that's been, it's definitely my own ego that's been like, hey, you, like, you got some stuff to work on, bruh. <laughs> what you doing sleeping in, buddy? Get up. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. All right. no, I, I do get it. Um, and I think, well, I think it's something that, I mean, not to, I'm not one to blame everything on society, but I think that. Oh, for sure. That has been like, that is traditionally what happens. The man goes to work, the wife either works a part-time job or she's yeah. and all that, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just. Right. When you flip it on its head it's kind of weird. And there are times yeah. where I'll like go to target at 10 AM. I'm like the only right. dude there. Yeah. I'm like, this is kind of weird. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, kind of fun. Like to go, go it was like super fun. I love it. Going grocery uh, shopping in the morning. And yeah, it's, it's like, awesome. you got the whole store to yourself. <laughs> yeah. It, that's the best time to go grocery shopping. Absolutely. Monday at 10 AM. <laughs> yep. there. Uh, um, yeah. So I, I do think it's, it, it is a transition. It is something that, you know, always think about but um yeah but i've also been doing it for three years um right and so been, i've just kind of got used to it the first few months were hard though yeah uh, and that's like that's what my buddy tony says too is he's he's yeah. been he's been staying home for a couple of years now as well and so it's like or about a year, i guess like almost a year maybe but um but yeah so it's like He's like, yeah, it's hard in the beginning, but you get used to it, and things get, and yeah. you know, it's different too because you got you, you're raising your child, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. not doing that. I'm, I'm doing things every day, like I'm working every day, and some days it doesn't yeah. feel like, I, it doesn't. It's funny because like I'm I'm working from home, you know, so like mm-hmm. I'm like doing stuff within Crazy Face, you know, within the business and trying to build this and. And so, like, some days I get to the end of the day and my brain is just fried, like, just like a normal day, yeah. you know? Like, just, oh, yeah. it's just I'm not getting paid to do it. <laughs> yeah. 
That's yeah, the that, only that, difference. I have a job. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. So. But I think in some ways, it's like, it's one of those things where, I mean, if you, if the idea that Crazy Face can be something that can bring in money one day. Exactly. Kind of. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. And there are times where you just have to, like, this is just the price you have to pay to yeah. get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of how I feel, for sure. Yeah. Good. I think hope in the long run, this will be a, um, a very small window of time versus yeah. the long run where you're, you're 20, 30 years into it and you're still still doing it and still um, you're yeah. able to bring in money and to provide in different ways, you know, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Ryan, looking back, you, I saw, I, what I usually do is I go on Facebook and I, like, try to pull things off of there that I, you know, just didn't, like, make little notes. And I didn't yeah. realize, but. You studied sociology. I did, yeah. At did. Kennesaw State University? Kennesaw State, yeah. Is it's, that where um, you met your wife, too? Yes. She at was Kennesaw? actually at Columbus State University, okay. which is in um, Columbus, Georgia, south of Atlanta. Okay. Um, Kennesaw State is outside of Atlanta. Columbus yeah, yeah. is about south of Atlanta. So, um, I actually presented at Kennesaw State. Did you really? Yeah, because yeah. I was deep south back in 2000, fall 2010. I think I remember us talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, been, uh, I think fall 2010. I was, okay, I was at KSU. I don't, I don't know if I went to that one, though. Yeah, I think that's what we had talked about, that you hadn't gone to that one. Sucker. Weird. Oh, that's really weird. I, I, oh, I, I vaguely remember us talking about that. That's weird. That's cool, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so we yeah we went, we met there. Um, she had gone there. Um, so actually, both our parents lived in the same town in South Georgia called Albany. Okay. Uh, but we didn't know each other then. Um, we had a lot of mutual friends. We didn't know each other. So, anyway, she graduated high school, moved up. Well, she spent two years. We we, we kind of like leapfrogged each other in college because she went to a local college on there for two years. And then when she moved up to Kennesaw State, I went and started going to that local college for two years. Mm. She went to Kennesaw State for two years. Then when she moved to Columbus State <laughs> to get her nursing degree, I went to Kennesaw State. That's funny. Uh, so at Kennesaw State, we ended up living. Um, well, like I ended up living with some of her friends, um, and so that's how we kind of met. Um, gotcha. So, yeah, just through mutual friends. So, yeah, it was, it was really weird being like, "Oh, hey, I'm you know whatever, I'm, are you... I'm, meeting, I'm Ryan," and <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh wait, your parents are from Albany too? That's really weird." <laughs> but, like, how are we meeting in Atlanta? Yeah, that yeah, that's where we met. When you look back at like high school, this is a question mm-hmm. I I like to ask okay. people. When you when you look back at like high school and. Yeah. Uh, you were making that decision to go to college. What mm-hmm. was like, what was your draw to sociology or like, what do you feel like led you that direction? This is going to be, this is going to be a fun answer. I hope it's a fun answer. So <laughs> I, I was original. I was originally like, when I was at the junior college, I was a psych major. Just like, I don't know. I was just interested in it. So I just kind of, yeah. Went for it. I was into in it about a year and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so I went to Kennesaw State because they had a good um, early childhood education program. Okay. Um, I was like, well, that'd be good. Like, you know, like as a guy, I can definitely get a job because males are, don't have a lot of male elementary teachers. Yeah. Um, and I was like kids. I think kids are fun. And then kids are, um, um, oh, kids are just really interesting. And so I think that was, that'd be fun. Yeah. I was in that for about a year. And then um, I was like, it was just a lot of, um, met with a lot of teachers just in school. So I was kind of volunteering in schools and they were like, this isn't a good field to get in right now. It's really difficult to hmm. like, 
it's just hard to to be with the kids and have an impact on the kids because you're dealing with red tape and you're dealing with bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that really sucks because that was that was the reason I wanted to get into. It. Right. And so then I went to my advisor and I was like, listen, I've been in college for three and a half years at this point. <laughs> I want to graduate. What is the quickest degree I can graduate with? And she said sociology. I said, sign me up. So then I then I graduated from sociology. So that was my draw to sociology, getting out of college. Nice. That's awesome. So you yeah, had like a bunch of education classes then basically, yeah. but you, yeah. nice. Yeah. Those are all like my, like, uh, those end up being my, um, the electives and yeah. then I just did sociology classes in like a year and a half and then I was like, sweet, done. So graduated. And then I found out the only thing you do with a sociology degree is go to grad school. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that. So <laughs> now I'm going to stay home now. It's there great. you go. There you go. Um, yeah, that's always so interesting. It's always so interesting because some people just know what they want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then some people, like I have friends that did the same thing, you know, they like came in basically as, uh, I think, well, there's a couple of them that were like ministry majors and then they switched mm-hmm. their like senior year, the same kind okay. of, I same kind of deal, you know, where they're like, well, yeah. I'm getting a minor in like Spanish or I'm getting a minor in X, Y, Z, you know? So it's like, I've got enough credits to do this and I can graduate now or wait. And, you know, so yeah, yeah, they just kind of went that direction too. Yeah. It's always, it's just always interesting what led you, like what leads you to the major. I feel, do you feel like high school is, well, one, it feels like a blur. (laughs) It does, especially now. Yeah. uh, 13 years out of it. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. You're in the. Are you in the thirties club yet? Hey, I'm thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one. We're the same age. Thirty one. Thirties club. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Feels <laughs> feels great, right? Feels great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just it's weird to look back and and think about making that decision at that mm-hmm. age sometimes. Yeah, and like how little information you had in your head. Yeah. Such a huge decision. Yeah, it's really weird. I agree. It's almost like the focus that you had at that time was different. Like I, you're just so happy to just like go about life, you know. Mm-hmm, Versus mm-hmm. like yeah. nowadays, it's like I just I just didn't feel like there was like a drive. I guess maybe when I look back, yeah. there was just no drive. They're just like, yeah, I guess I'll just do that, you know. Like oh yeah, go do that college point. thing. Like I think my like main focus was like I want to play sports. So yeah. Huh. But then, you know, then you like realize that that's also really hard to do as well. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. Well, I think like what you're talking like my brother has always known he wanted to. My brother's always known he wanted to be involved in basketball somehow. Ideally, because sure. I want to play in the NBA, but that's a a slim chance just because <laughs> no, so. Um, and also, he's like five ten, so that probably like, not helpful. Know. Yeah. Um, but but so but he's he's like still want to do something with basketball soon. Um when he graduated high school he's like i want to be a college coach and that is exactly what he's doing he's been yeah um, he's a college coach at a small college in south carolina called limestone college nice um and he's doing it and he's known his whole life that's what he wanted to do and then for me i'm like 31 and i'm like i don't know what i want to do i'm like oh wait i am grown up oh man i know right yeah it's really weird i think looking back if i could like if i could do it differently i 
I, I think I was going to like a tech school and learn how to like be an electrician or like cut hair yeah. or like something or learn a skill, you know? Yeah. I could immediately go and make a decent amount of money and enough money to live on, you know? Yeah. And then been like, okay, now I can figure out what I want to do because I can I have financial freedom yeah. to do what I do, you know? I, I really wish, yeah, I wish there was more opportunity for, or I wish I would have taken advantage of more opportunities to like do internships that were just like things I was interested in. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think at this, even that it was like at the time I'm like I don't even know what I'm interested in in some ways you know yeah. like even in college it'd be like oh yeah like I was trying to do internships in the summer uh, like during my college years just mm-hmm. to help with my education and get out of school um, yeah faster in some ways and yeah I don't know it's just interesting it's always interesting to look it back is. and to think yeah there's some people just know some people just know what they want to do and I think, I think those people are fascinating personally because I'm like, what, what was it? Like, what what made yeah. you just want to do that? Like, I feel like you and I are kind of like the, a lot of ways, like the the common, like, eh, I don't know. I just went and yeah. picked a major. and Like, I was a nursing major my freshman year and oh, really? That's switched cool. halfway through or switched after my first year. And, yeah. Yeah. So, Why did you switch out? I, I don't know. I just didn't feel like that was what I wanted to do, you know? That's cool. I. I wanted to, I don't know, well, it was that it didn't help uh, me stay in the nursing program that I was going to have to, I didn't get into the nursing program after my first year, so I was going to be like set back another year, but it was like the first semester, I remember talking to my mom, I was on the phone with her, and I was like, I just don't think this is it, like, I don't think this is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, or like what I want to do. I was like, I'm going to keep going until I know for sure, you know, but like, yeah. I'm just not feeling it. You know, this isn't feeling like it's the right spot for me or right thing for me to do. And, yeah. um, so then I got to the end of that first year and they basically were like, yeah, you're going to have to come back another year. And I was like, yep. Okay. Well, there's my confirmation. <laughs> I was correct. <laughs> I already hate it. Now I want another year of it. Nah, yep. I'm nah, I'm good. We'll, uh, we'll just move on to the next thing. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Do you, other things that you learned in college that you, you know, like hanging out with your, you know, raising your daughter now that you are grateful for or like things that you like look at and you're like, Oh, these are really interesting. And yeah, I think one thing that I can like, um, one thing I'm, uh, I mean, she's three. So it's like, you know, life skills are just like, let's learn how to use the bathroom. And let's like, yeah. that's kind of the stage we're in. But I think as she grows up, like, I, I don't plan on pushing her to, well, if she wants to go to college, that's cool. Yeah. But I think for me, it's like, you need to make sure that the degree you're going after or what you're pursuing is enough. Makes sense that you can, like, if you're going to take out a student loan, you need mm. to be able to pay the student loan back with the money that you're going to make from the job. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So like, 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 like my wife, she just finished her master's degree. And I mean, it, anyway, it was like relatively cheap. It's not like, crazy sure. um, but it's still like it's a decent amount of money that we're to, you know we started student loan payments and yeah. so um it's one of those things where normally i'd be like i don't like this but you know the idea is that hopefully she can um continue to work and this th- will end up being in the black at one point you know yeah um, yeah yeah and so that in that case that makes sense but i have friends that have like sociology degrees from these like very prestigious colleges that are like 50 60 grand in debt and they don't have a job 
because you can't get a job with it. Right. You know? So I think that's the only thing that, well, that's one of the things I would stress to my daughters that I'm like, you can go to college. There's nothing wrong with college. There's a lot of great things that you yeah. can learn in college, but you need to be smart and think about, you know, think about your future and like, can you make the money back? Yeah. I wonder how things will change in the next 15 years. Like Dude, looking at education. It's going to be really, I think it's already starting to change. Yeah. That's why I, I agree. I think that things are kind of starting to change already, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think we know what direction or what that's going to look like, but yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be, I think college is going to look very, very different. I don't, I don't know if like college is going to really be a thing. Yeah, I think it just so, will like, look maybe different just because of technology and you know, mm-hmm. I think that that's been one of the bigger shifts as well. Like, you know, you can take online courses and get right into mm-hmm. the job world and and kind yeah. of build and a lot of the you know, I I think it's a great way. I think if you're a business and you want people to, you know, grow and kind of learn the ins and outs of your business from the bottom up like you give incentives to yeah. like oh, hey yeah. come on in we'll help you we'll offset your costs and you know we'll help you mm-hmm. grow in your your skills and um yeah but yeah. you know that well, takes... that's what my wife's hospital does they've yeah helped us you know get there and her her degree is completely all uh, master groups completely online yeah uh, so that was um yeah i, I it was a good incentive for her to work there and us for, for her to continue to work there. You know, if you guys are going to help us get there, then I'm, I'm willing to play ball. You know? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. I think that's really cool. Have you heard of uh Gary Varner, Chuck? Dude, I love, Gary. dude, I love that man. Like he, yeah. I think, like he's so eccentric and so out there. Yeah. But he slaps you in the face with like truth. <laughs> and I love yeah, it. He really does, and I respect that. Yeah. He makes my, he like makes me think. Like when I see his videos, I'm like, all right, I gotta listen. What's he saying? And I'm like, yeah, ah. Then the really next good. like two hours, I, I like catch myself and I'm like, that's all I've been thinking about for the last two hours is like <laughs> that one thing he just said. But he yeah. he's I've listened to a couple of his talks and whatnot, and one of the things he says is like, you know, we're 31, and it's like we got two more lives to live. You know, <laughs> like oh, yeah. like. 90 isn't that's like not out of the realm of possibility can you imagine like we have a whole like what what's holding you back i love that like concept of like what's holding you back you got a whole you've got two more lives to live like you've already lived Mm -hmm. you've only lived 30 years you know and And the first 10 years don't really count because you're like learning basic things (laughs) exactly you're really not even 30 years in you're like 20 years in yeah exactly you're like already ahead of the curve like this is this is our prime in so many ways Mm -hmm. you know the next yeah. 30 years, what are we going to do with the next 30 years? What are you going to do? And uh, I love that of like no excuses in a way, you know, like there's no, yeah. like there's no real excuse. It's like you've, you've got so much life to live, so why not get mm-hmm. after it? And I don't know. I, I just yeah. like, I love, that's one of those that's stuck with me and kind of thinking about that and education and yeah, my life and whatnot, but. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he has a lot of good things. Uh, there's something to say. I'm like, oh, that's a little, a little far out there for me. Yeah, but yeah. Really like the <laughs> but at said. the same time, there's a couple that he said, like the where he, if my if I woke up or if my if I found out my parents, you know, were dead right now, like, mm-hmm. would this thing really matter? You know, the the thing that like upsets mm-hmm. him. I'm like, it's a little extreme there, Gary. But 
I see what you're getting at. I see what you're it getting at. You're not me. wrong, but like, <laughs> I don't know how to get my head around that one, dude. <laughs> yeah, I something to think about that right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Um, so I saw that you were the assistant program manager at Rise Against Hunger. Yes, it was called Stop Hunger Now when I was there. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. Cool. What What all did you guys do there? What did What all was were you a part of? Like, yeah, so we did. Um, it's a um, a charity based in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, um, and they were a World Hunger Relief Organization. Cool. Uh, and kind of the general idea it's 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 actually a pretty cool idea. I think um, is we would. Um, we had a warehouse here in Atlanta. There's just three of us that worked there. We'd store a bunch of, um, there were, I'm trying to think. It's been a long time. There were four mm-hmm. ingredients that we stored there. We stored rice, um, dehydrated soy, um, like a veggie blend. Yeah. And then, damn, something. That's four ingredients. Holy crap. What was that fourth ingredient? Beans. No, it wasn't beans. Because the soy was like the beans. Oh, yeah. Soy. Oh, sense. my gosh. That's going to drive me crazy. I don't know. It'll okay. come to you. Well, if I remember it, I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we'd store all those raw materials, and then we would take them to, um, like, churches or companies or, like, uh, social groups, um, like a like a, like a Kiwanis club or, like, you know, that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, and they, those people would package X amount of meals. Um, typically, the minimum we would do is ten thousand meals, um, wow. which sounds like a lot, and that is a lot. Um, but six meals go in one bag, so you know there's about um, it's like a couple thousand um, bags. Sure. But you know, some people would put all the ingredients into the bag. Some people would seal the bag, and some or some would weigh the bag, and some would seal the bag. So everybody had kind of a, a job. You kind of create an assembly line where you know within two hours we would package ten thousand meals. Um, and then cool. it could scale up or down. I mean, if you had, um, well, it was, you had 40 people in two hours, it could package 10,000 meals. That was kind of the, the standard. That was your goal is like the, get 40 people to volunteer or. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of, that was the minimum. Um, and so obviously if you have more people, you can do more meals in two hours or if you want to do like an all day thing, you can have different shifts and you know, there's ways to scale it up. Um, but yeah, so we bring those, um, we bring those meals back to our warehouse and they would, uh, once we were full, we'd back a, they'd back a ship container up to our warehouse. We'd load it up with, I can't remember how many meals. It was like a couple hundred thousand meals. Um, wait, it may be more than that. It was a lot of meals. And they would ship to, um, you know, mainly developing countries, um, you know, Africa, Southeast Asia, um, South America, places like that. Yeah. Um, and they would, they had partners in each country. They would give the, you know, food to the partners, the partners would distribute it. Um, to you know, orphanages, or um, we also did some disaster relief every now and then. I think we shipped um, one. That, it was a, a uh, don't quote me on this because I I'm not 100 sure, but I think it was one. Well, a hurricane hit like up in New York, I think, like a few years ago. Yeah, I think we shipped uh, like a container of meals up there. Cool. So we did a little bit of disaster relief, but it's mainly for sustained, like a long term partners uh, who are like helping feed orphans, yeah, um, or feeding uh, like refugees and stuff like that. Um, so it, it was a really cool program. It really was. They did a really good job. They're still doing a good job. Um, how long were you there? I was there. I was there a year. Nice. I um, worked there for a year, and then we moved to Nashville after that. Um, so um, yeah, it, it was a it was a really cool thing. They, they're um, yeah, they do a good job. 
They really do. Um, it, one of the things I liked about it, and I, so I, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like I was listening to the podcast, I think it was with Noah that you did. Yeah. Um, but you, you say your dad's a pastor? He used to be. He used yeah. to be. Okay. So my yeah. dad's a pastor. Okay. Yeah, he was okay. a pastor I, until um, like my sixth grade, like going into sixth grade. So it was like okay. 18 years he was a pastor, and then he left the ministry. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that about you. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it, it's always fun to meet someone who's like, oh, your dad's a pastor too, because it's kind of. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. unique thing too. Like, there's not. Yeah. It's like, oh, you get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I get cool. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, so one thing I like about this organization um, is they were founded like from the Methodist Church, um, but they and like their founder was like cool. I think you found as a Methodist minister, but they were not necessarily like a Christian organization. Yeah, and what what they kind of mean by that is like if some Christian charities, which I mean generally I still I believe pretty much everything that I grew up with, um, but there are certain things yeah. I've seen now I'm like I don't think that's the best way to do it, and they're there. Yeah, some charities where they only give food or only give supplies to people once they kind of present, you know, the idea of Jesus and all this stuff. And yeah. I'm like, how? that's, that's kind of weird. Like, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's really what Jesus did. Like he kind of, yeah, he fed people and then he talked. And if they want to stick around, that's sure, cool. Not sure. Too, you know? So the one thing I liked about Stop Talking Now is that they never partnered. All their partners, that was not their deal. Yeah. Um, cool. So I thought it was cool that even the founders that, you know, the idea of Jesus was very, very special to them, mm-hmm. that it wasn't, they didn't want to force stone anyone, you know? Yeah. I, always really I like that. that. Yeah. I respect that too. Cool. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a more humane way to do it. Yeah. Well, it's like culturally respect. sensitive too, you know, when you're yeah. dealing with other cultures and it's, mm-hmm. it's just showing up and you know, if there's mm-hmm. questions and people want to know more then of course you, you talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, think absolutely. there's anything wrong with that. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. people, you know, I, I'm sure you've listened if you listen to that one, like I've, I've talked about it a little bit, like my faith and whatnot. And like, I, I, I've came a long way from, you know, just kind of figuring things out and where I stand on things. And, but I, yeah. I still think that, I don't know. I think that it has a place in the world. And, you know, I think that, I don't know. I think that people, yeah, I don't know. I just, I like that. I guess is what I'm saying is like, I, I really appreciate not necessarily pushing an agenda, but just showing up and being like, "Hey, this is a need," and and yeah. providing for that specific need. And you know, if if the byproduct is like we get to have a conversation about what I believe or my faith, and then cool. Mm-hmm. And if not, then at least we we showed up. You know, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think that's that's something that I've has been important to me as I've you know kind of uh, grown up and been able to like kind of you know, like pursue church on my own yeah own is that this is that's much more in line with what his that's much more in line with the way he did things versus yeah you know so i think because i also went to a christian school christian high school yeah Um, okay and so see um, i went to a christian college public high school so it's kind of like reverse you know yeah how was how was that how was like what's been your experience growing up as a pastor's kid PK. Yeah, it's been. I mean, I, so I've met um, a few of the pastors' kids um, in my life, including you, apparently. Yeah, um, I didn't know you were <laughs> you were a pastors' kid either. So I didn't either until until um, I when you were talking to Noah, I was like, "Holy crap!" I feel like I thought like that should have come up. A yeah, bit, but, I know. Yeah, um, it's funny because like with my dad not being in the ministry, you know, like for 
you know, for a good chunk of my life. Like, I don't yeah, know, it just it comes up every once in a while, but it's not like a focal point of my life anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah um, anyway. Yeah. No. Honestly, I, like I, you know, I've met Pastor's kids, and um, I they, think there's like this, and it, it may not be true where where you grew up, but in the South, it's like the the pastor's kids are like the bad kids. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's a stereotype where where you're from, but that's like the stereotype that I always heard. Yeah. Um, and and not necessarily like people like were like trying to scare me, like don't be the bad kid. Yeah. But that was. I think the idea is that you know, the their dad was always a pastor. He was never just a dad, you know. Sure. Um, and so he's constantly like preaching at, the, at his kids, and it's just that's exhausting. Yeah. Um, and so I was very lucky enough. My dad didn't do that. He was just a dad when he came home. He left his job at his job. Um, while yeah. still, you know, still believing, you know, everything, but like, yeah, you like, not like, I'm not your pastor, I'm your dad. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I'm very, very lucky and very thankful that that was my experience. Yeah. Um, I think I turned out better for it. Um, That's a tough, like, role, though, too, you know, like, kind yeah. of flipping oh my gosh. That's yeah. your life. It really is. Um, but I have a lot of respect for my dad. Um, he, um, he, he just does, he does things the right way, I think. Yeah. As best he can, you I mean, no one's no one's perfect, but I think his his heart's always in the right place, and I think that's what's yeah. that's what's important. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was. It, it really is. I'm, I hope that I can live up to that standard for my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> that's my, that's my goal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I would knowing who you are and knowing you know the the amount of the small amount of time that I've spent with you in in your life, yeah. like you're a good dude, man. You're a good well, you're a good man. Yeah. Ditto. Same to you. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah, did going to high school, Christian high school, what was that like? Was it a, was your high school like, what was that experience like? I guess I don't really, I'm always yeah. intrigued by like the high school side of things, you know, like yeah. the well, younger yeah, age I, I, kind of. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to hear about your college experience because I, yeah. I purposely chose not go to a Christian college. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it was, a, which may be a spoiler for my high school experience. Um, <laughs> spoiler. But, <laughs> sorry. No, you're good. Uh, I, uh, it, it, it was, it was fine. Um, I just think that, okay, here's like, here's like a story I've told a few people. Um, and this, this kind of sums up my like high school experience. When I was a senior in uh, high school, I was in Bible class cause we have Bible class in high school. Mm, yes. And, um, obviously that's what everybody else <laughs> that's what everybody else has it's uh. <laughs> and um my senior year we had they had a new super like a superintendent come in and so he was going to come in the first day and speak to us i was like cool it's fine i get another new get to the new guy my brother was four years younger than me so i knew he was going to kind of be at that school yeah you know, for five more years so i was kind of interested to see like you know what kind of he was what my brother was going to kind of you know live with for a little bit and um so our teacher comes, or the superintendent comes in, he talks to us for a little bit, introduces himself, and he's, he shows, he's like, I want to show you guys a movie clip. I was like, all right. So he shows, shows us a clip from uh, The Truman Show. Great movie. Classic yeah. movie. Um, I assume you've seen it. Yep. Okay. Cool. So at the end, he, he realizes he's lived in this bubble his whole life. Yeah. And so he's kind of sailing out and he hits like spoiler you know, alert if you haven't world. seen it. Yes. No. <laughs> Sorry. And if you but haven't like, seen it by this point in time, you deserve yeah, to be, have it spoiled. So <laughs> anyway. Um anyway, so he hits you know, he you know, gets to the edge of the world and he has this 
he finds the door and has the opportunity to leave and experience life on his own. Yeah. Um, and so then the creator of the world, the God figure in my, you know, in the scenario was like, talks to him is like, Hey, like I built this world for you. I did this whole thing for you. And, you know, he said, you can leave if you want, but you know, this is like, this is, I've created this perfect world for you to live in. And you have no struggles. You have no, like, this is it. You know, you can yeah. and live this utopian life. And he decides to leave. And so, you know, as like my mind raced and I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. Like he's going to talk to us about how like our, you know, these past 18 years we've lived our life at this school in, in our parents' house. And now, you know, at the end of this year, we're going to step out into the world, the real world. And we're going to go to college and we have to make decisions on our own about, you know, not just like what we're going to do with our life, but like small things like, am yeah. I going to, out like you know eat here or eat there or am i gonna like <laughs> like every little decision is ours 100 percent to us yeah i was like cool like he's gonna kind of like this year is a year to like really you know like steal yourself and see like you know get ready for the world we're gonna teach you life skills to you know to move into the world and that is not what he said <laughs> he said you know god has created this little bubble for you to live in this is the bubble you're supposed to live in and i was like oh wow that's like so that was really frustrating, and I was like, oh, no, this is going to be a long year, and it's day one. It's like my first period, day one. Like, <laughs> oh, so man. it was a long time, not going to lie. But, um, and I think maybe, I, I, like, as I look back, I kind of understand what he was I, – I see what he was getting at, that, like, you know, God has these set of rules that he that he thinks are the ideal way to live. I'm like, yeah, it's, like, it's just the way he proposed it. I'm like, yeah, but, like, that's not – at this point – it's kind of too late to teach us the rules, you know, like we're all 17, 18 years old. Like, yeah. like we're, we're going no matter what, you know? Yeah. So it was just one of those things. I was like, I feel like there was, it's just a missed opportunity is what it was. Yeah. Uh, and so that was, that was kind of my experience in going to Christian high school. Um, and like that being said, I had a lot of great moments. I had a lot of really good teachers, um, that were invested in us and impacted, you know, it helped impact yeah. me. You know, and who I am today, and so they weren't all that way. They really weren't. There's a lot of really great, um, well, a lot of great influences in my life. And I made some, you know, had some good friends, and you know, see, so it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It really wasn't. Yeah. Especially as far as high school goes, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, and I, I feel similar. Similarly, that's mm-hmm. a really hard word to say sometimes. Yeah. Similarly, uh, with like my college experience, like I. I met my best friends there, you know, Tony and, mm-hmm. and Sam and, um, you know, those guys are, those guys are really important to me and, yep. um, the relationships that I've just built through my time, uh, at mm-hmm. Bethel college, not Bethel university, um, were, were amazing, you know, and I, it, it yeah. shaped me, my experience there is shaped who I am and shaped the direction that I, you know, where I am today and, and what yeah. I believe and how I think and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, I actually, I've said this a couple times on the podcast, but I, um, I took a survey. They like sent us this survey and via email mm-hmm. on like what, out of these three things, you know, what were, what was the thing you took the most from your time at Bethel? And it was like, you know, your education, basically your, uh, spiritual journey, you know, your faith or whatever, or they're like, and the other one was basically relationships and, and the mentoring and relationships yep. that you built there. And mine, I 
if there wasn't something that like clicked, like that was the one. That's for sure. Like relationships. It was the relationships that I built there. That was the the biggest thing that I took from my time um, at school. And I and I don't know that it would have been any different if I gone and had gone anywhere else. You know. Yeah. However, yeah. that was for sure the most impactful for me. Mm. Um, and I I felt I had this conversation recently. I felt like. For so long, especially in college, there was this, like, trying to figure out what I believed, you know, and, like, trying to figure this this out. And now my mind is kind of shifted to where, like, that's not my focus. My focus isn't, like, trying to – it's, like, I just want to live life, you know? Yeah. And um, versus, like, that'll figure itself out. Like, that's not my, like – talking about how we had gone from like high school and you and like trying to figure out what you want to do in college you know and like this yeah we, we kind of mentioned it in the beginning of this high school time was just kind of like ah yeah i'll go do that thing you know like i don't yeah. know like yeah. whatever and then you get to college and then it like kind of shifts you start to have you know like you were talking about like you start to have to make these choices and you get to have these choices and that's when i was confronted with what I actually believed and mm-hmm. why I believed the things I did and, and started to go, Oh, I didn't know that that's why I, like, I don't know why I believe some of the things like, that's just what I've always known, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then, so that was kind of that, that moment in my life. And then now I just feel like it's, it's like, man, there's, there's just more important things to me that I, like, I don't, I don't need to, spend all my time trying to figure out like what I believe. I, I mm. it's just not, it's not my focus <laughs> yep. anymore. Yeah. I've spent enough time on that in my life and, and it's like, all right, it's time to live now. And, uh, yeah. so I don't I think, know. Yeah. There's two things. I think, um, I think going to like a Christian school or Christian college or whatever, I think it can be exhausting because yeah. you spend so much of your time, learning about these things yeah that's like I'm, you're just tired yeah you know, like i i i'll say this like i still really sh- like so like, i i i claim to be someone who follows jesus yeah and um, so part of that is is you know reading your bible regularly and spending time yeah. in prayer and conversation with jesus regularly and so that's still something that is really hard for me because in high school i read the bible for homework right and so, like same so when i think about reading the bible that's i think about reading school like about the revolutionary war like it's that yeah. same idea of like i don't want to do that like yeah i did a song it's just tiring and there's not a lot of um you know it, it's just it's just tiring and it's not something that i want to do yeah and um, i think those are kind of the rules that you know that like yeah. we we think of of like mm-hmm. oh these are these rules versus like yeah. I mean, personally, I believe, like, Ryan, it's okay that you, like, read about the Revolutionary War and you didn't pick up your Bible and read it. You know, personally, that's how I, like, that's how yeah. I see it. And I know that that's, like, a controversial, like, and whether you feel okay with that or not, I, I just think that that's okay. You know, like, if yeah, it's not well, saying that you're never going to pick it back up. It's just saying, like, it's very true. hey, like, well, it's okay to, to live life and, and it's okay to enjoy the things that you're reading. It's okay to do those things. Yeah. I had the same thing in college. I had chapel three days a week. I did a podcast with uh, a, an old friend, Becky Jaworski, mm-hmm. and she talked about that. She ended up leaving Bethel because of just some of the superficial like relationships that she had had, and she didn't have yeah. the same rich relationships like I did. And yeah, um, it's hard, you know. And and some of it was for her. She's like I like 
I went to church Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, chapel is yeah. basically a sermon and a, a church yeah. is worship. And she's like, I didn't want to go to church on Sundays, you know, like I need to go four days a week. Like really? Yeah. Like, and read my Bible and do all this stuff, like all the same, like every day and ha- be in a Bible study and be in the small group or be in, you know, all these different things. She's like, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of her experience in college. And I can resonate with that. Like I was, a, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. Maybe, and maybe that's like my perspective, you know, like, man, I spent a lot of my life. I spent a lot of my time focused on this uh-huh. one little thing. And then you get out into the real world after I graduated college, you know, and it's like, now what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I agree. I think like the one thing that, that your, uh, what was your friend's name? I'm sorry. Becky. Becky. One thing Becky that I hear kind of Becky was saying is that, and I, I, I get this and I, I, I agree with this, that she had to. Yeah. You know, and it's like, in my opinion, if you have, what I think Jesus wants is Jesus wants you to, he doesn't want you to have to, he wants you cause you want to, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's like a, it's like for me, I don't have to spend time with my wife. I want to spend time with my wife. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. That same level of like relationship where like, if it's a had to, then you're already on the wrong, like it's the wrong mindset, you know? Yeah. Um, like you, you, there should be a desire to do that, you know? And so I think if you can start there, if you can gain the desire, then everything else will fall into place. Yeah. But I think a lot of times what's focused on is that, like, I think my school, they want us to build the habit of reading our Bible every day, of, like, of praying and all this stuff. And I think the intentions are good, but the execution doesn't work, like, in the yeah. long term, you know, because it's someone else telling me I have to do it, I have to do it, I have to do it, and that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, well, I then like it's this negative mindset of, like, you, you like, beat yourself up, or, like, it's just, like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't do it, you know, like, oh, and yeah, it's, it's, like, you have to do this to be in favor of, you know, uh-huh. this thing that you believe, and... Like, yeah. I just, I don't agree with that at all. Like, I don't think it's like, just because you don't read your Bible doesn't mean you fall out of favor with God, you know? Absolutely. It, it's agree. like, it's like, no, it's, uh, it's your life. It's your, it's what you live. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I have very different views. Like, you know, I've said it a thousand times now on the podcast, like I don't call myself a Christian yeah. and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have different views, but I don't think it's really that far off from, from what other people, you know, like within the Christian church believe. It's just that mm. I just don't have the, <laughs> I just, I don't read my Bible. That's one thing for sure. But, uh, I don't, I don't know. I just, I think there's more to life than that. I think it's like living life and, and living to its fullest and, and helping people and, and doing, being the best version that you can be and mm-hmm. going back to that drawing board. And you, you know, there's, there's examples, you know, like Jesus is a great example of someone that mm-hmm. lived a life Absolutely. that's beautiful, man. I mean, like yes. the way so. he treated people and the way the inclusiveness yeah. and the, um, the heart, you know, that, he had mm-hmm. and I, I think that that's beautiful i think that's right and uh yeah there's nothing wrong with that but i i think that's what i kind of keep coming back to is that um when i look at the life of jesus that is the best way to live like a life that is not life that is given away every single day yeah um, and you know just set the record that's not how i live my life every day like i there are days where I am selfish and I, that's not the way I want to live, but it does happen. I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect example of who Jesus is, but I think for him to give his life 
awake every single day. And then, you know, regardless of whether you believe when he died, did he actually like fully take on the sins of yeah. the earth and all that stuff? Like, regardless of whether you think that's true or not, the fact that he was willing to die thinking that, yeah, that's insane. Like, yeah. if he was wrong, that's still so. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I would not die for it. Like, if someone's like, if you die right now, we kill you. You can absolve the sins of the earth. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, yeah, I'll take that, my chances. That's, like, that's crazy. <laughs> I think I'll take my chances on Earth. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I, I think we're gonna be. I, I'm sure you can find someone else to do it. Yeah. Like, just like, <laughs> I think that's that's such an interesting. Yeah, know, if he was that. Either he was absolutely insane or he was right. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I think that's just a, I don't know, like Donna Miller talks about that. I don't know if you're familiar with Donna Miller. He's an author, speaker. Yeah. I, I mean, I am very familiar okay. with him. I actually just read his book on story, uh, story brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but um, not anything to do with like faith, but okay. it's a very good he, book. Yeah. He has a book and one of his first books called Blue Light Jazz. Yep. It's really good. Um, and he talks about how, like, look at the life of Jesus, that's the best way to live. Like, that is the... And there are other great examples, you know, that you could pick out from culturally and other, like, religions. There are a lot of great people in those places, yeah. but Jesus fully gave his life away every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just a... That's something I always come back to. That's like that's, that's my sin. That's my why. You know, like, yeah. I think from earlier how you did all these things your whole life, but you never understood the why. I think we don't understand the why. And I think you're, it's, it's going to be hard to maintain that, you know? Yeah. I think it's finding the why is the important part. Um, it's not that I'm still finding, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's I, still like, and I think that's important. I think it's a, you know, life in general, you know, like it's a mm-hmm. journey. It's this like, Excellent. it's not a destination. It's not something you're like, well, I did it. You know, it's like, <laughs> you just keep going, cool. you know, it's, yeah. uh, and for me, like I, I constantly want to challenge myself and like look at what I believe and how I believe mm-hmm. and uh, how I live my life. And you know, for yeah. a long time, it, there's always been this theme like I want to help people. You know, that's yeah. like at the the end of the day. You know, I went into nursing because I wanted to help people. You yeah. know, and people okay. said that I was like that I would be good at it. And so, all right, I went into nursing. You know what I mean? And once again, it's like this, this theme of my college days of being like, well, you know, people told me this is something that I'd be good at. And would I be? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, but like, that's not what I wanted to do. And, uh, I don't know. It's figuring things out on, on your own and kind of going down that road. And I think that, you know, yeah, I think that at the end of the day, I'm going to keep trying to just be the best version of myself. And man, it's tough some yeah. days, you know, like absolutely people, are, people are exhausting. <laughs> oh God. Yes. But I, I live with a three year old. People are exhausting. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. No, no I, 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 I agree with you. Like, I, I think, I think that's cool. And I think, I don't think there's anything wrong. Like there's like different types of people, right. That like some people yeah. are like the, we kind of talked about like the evangelical that are like, you've got to give and you know, you can't just help people. You have to also mm-hmm. preach the word of God. And then mm-hmm. there's the ones that like you were talking about with, uh, stop hunger now or rise against hunger. Yeah. How like meeting the need, you know, 
And, yeah. Yep. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there within the Christian community that would disagree with that, the way mm-hmm. that that's yep. gone about. And there's people that would disagree with how you live your life, you know, and whatever. Sure. And, and I just don't know that there's a, nobody knows there's no algorithm. You know what I mean? Like Very you true. can point yep. to the Bible and go like, well, this is, this is how you're supposed to do. This is the example, man. There's a yep. plenty of examples of how that's not true as well. So like, yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, like, I think that if we can all just work towards being the best versions of ourselves and treating each other with love and kindness, and you know, yep. if you want to do that through, you know, your your faith and Christianity or whatever that is, like, I think that's great. Like, I think yeah, that's cool. You do it, man. Yeah, like if that's yeah. allowing you to be the best version of yourself, then go for it. You know, yeah. like that's that's cool. And I know that that's even me saying that is from a Christian viewpoint is like thought of as quote wrong, but mm. it's like, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, like we're all trying to just be the best versions of ourselves, And <laughs> yeah. and if we can yeah. give back and, and be a part of, of the world and whatever way that is and, and be better, leave the world better than, than it was when we first mm-hmm. came into it, then I think that's awesome. So yeah, I do too. that's cool. Very cool, dude. Do you still love Legos? Still do, man. Still do. I, uh, I don't, I mean, I got, uh, thinking like four years ago, I got a Lego tattoo on my arm. Ah, had a boy. I remember you'd wanted to do that for a long time. Yeah, I really had. Like, I had never just never presented uh, itself. Okay, grew up in Christian schools, like, tattoos are evil. You're going to hell if you have a tattoo. It's like, okay, probably not. Yeah, sure. Um, the mark of the beast, man. Mark of the beast. Yeah, yes. Dude, yeah, God, I haven't heard that in a long time. Oh, back. Not in a good way, though. Just, you know. Um, no, yeah, I'd wanted it for a long time. And um, so, like, I, you know, I, I didn't think tattoos were evil. Uh, but it still was like a, I mean, the first tattoo was like a big step and something else. Like, yeah. I was definitely nervous about. Um, but I was like, you know what? I've won this tattoo for like two years, three years. I'm like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I just did it. And I don't regret it. It's awesome. I love it. So, yeah, I, I still like Legos. Um I, I don't get to build as much as I used to, um, but we I got my daughter some like the bigger Legos. We play, we build towers and stuff like that. So it's a lot of course, of hopefully, hopefully in a few years we can really get really get some Legos. Nice, nice. Yeah, three. Yeah, like another year or two. Like she'll be ready. Yeah, she'll be, she'll ready. be ready. She's ready now. I mean, it's in her genes. So you know. yeah, of course. Every <laughs> time. So living in Minnesota before we moved here, you know, we were right next to the Mall of America. So whenever my oh, yeah. wife would drag me there. She didn't really yeah. have to drag me, but whenever we'd go there, you know, they've got like the Lego world area and yeah. every time I'd see them, I would think of you. Oh, that's sweet. That's like, cool, man. I think of like those big, like I knew that that was something you really loved and, and thought was really cool. And I always thought of you whenever I saw them. <laughs> that's awesome. Like the big Megatron yeah. and they had like a big dragon. Oh, yeah. and Those things are crazy, man. Dude, I, uh... it's insane. Wait, did I ever tell you? I'm not sure this came up because this is like one of the prouder moments of my life. And I'm not like a braggy person, but this is like, this is something I'll tell people. I'm like, I don't feel bad about bragging about this because it was dope. Um, did I ever tell you I had an interview right. at Legos? Yeah, you did tell okay. me that. Okay. It was, it was in uh, Carlsbad, which is like you know, a little north of yeah, so yeah. like, I'd been to San Diego before when I went to Invisible Children. So we'd gone for the interview. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a dope interview because we got a private tour. Nice. We built Legos for like six hours. Was great. I think it's a job, but 
yeah i was gonna say i don't know how to ask that next like how'd it go <laughs> like, yeah. clearly well, you I'm, didn't get the job but like what was the yeah, interview yeah. like i mean we um we had we had like a short like probably 30 minute like traditional interview where they asked about work experience stuff like that but then it was um it was at uh, the legland theme park and um we uh they we had three different builds we had to do one was like a they gave us something already built. They gave us a bag of parts, and we're like, okay, build this. No instructions. So that was fun. And then we had um, – I can't remember what the second one was. This was back in 2010. This was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, That's such a like, cool, like, like interview-type like yeah. thing, you know? Like, it was cool. Invisible Children's interview, like, application was unique in and of itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love it yeah. because it like the different parts bring out different like parts of who you are, right? Your character uh-huh. and like your values and whatever through just your yeah. answers. And I think that that like I wonder what they all they were looking for in that, you know? Like yeah. was it just like it wasn't couldn't have been just accuracy. Like was there creativity involved? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Where if yeah. you like well, I've got this one piece and I'm like, "Oh, it looks like it's supposed to be like that." Like were you just to the T or was it like a creative aspect? I don't know. I just, I have a feeling there's probably a few different things they were looking for in that. Like, I'm sure when the last build was like a free build, she had two hours to build whatever you wanted. Um, and so that was definitely, that was the creative part. Yeah. Okay. See what weird stuff you can do. What did you build? Uh, I don't remember, but I remember not being satisfied. I remember thinking like crap. Like I kind of think that that (laughs) was the reason they didn't get the job off. Cause I looked around what other people were building. I was like, Oh man, these people were like real good, <laughs> really good. Yeah, um, but they had also this is like this was it was one of those moments looking back. I was like, duh, but I didn't think about it then. These people had clearly like knew what they were going to build, oh, and yeah, had rebuilt it many many times so they could know like, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. If I need to do it different, I can do it this way. And I didn't do that. Ah, uh, uh, and so I was like, oh man, I should have come up with something really dope. That's what I should have done. Yeah. But, so I think like everything else, the other two builds, I was like, I feel good about it. But that one, I was just like, I just didn't feel. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, this is not, this is not good. It's not my best work. Um, so at that point, I was like, I don't think I'm going to get this job. Because there was probably 15 people there. They were only hired for two spots. Sure. What was um, the position? It was a, it would have been building uh, in the parks, like the big things. Oh, okay. Seen the park. Yeah. It would have been an assistant. So I wouldn't have been like the yeah. lead on a project like that. You'd have been making the blocks. Yeah. Yes. So, like, yeah, like typically they make those pieces out of like smaller pieces. Like, they'll right. like, like, big dinosaurs, they'll build the leg and they'll build the arm, they'll put yeah. it all together, you know? Yeah. It's like they build the, or the bricks, build, right? Like, what do they call them? Yeah. Like I would have been building the toes on the leg, like, on the leg. <laughs> enough, you know? Yeah. Uh, but they also have, like, they have an area called Miniland where they have a bunch of different cities, like New York and Hong Kong and Miami and all these places, and they have, like, a replica of those cities. And oh, so it'd yeah. been building and maintaining those as well. Um, and so it, it'd been a really cool job. Um, but it didn't work out. That's fine. I'm not bitter about it. Yeah. Like the fact that I got interview at Lego, I'm like, I'm good. That's yeah. That's cool. Check it. I'm just check it off my list. Yeah. That's so, awesome. It was, yeah. It was pretty cool. And you just did speaking of like building and making things, you just did a, like your own little craft show last week. I did. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, not great. I didn't sell anything. Oh, that that sucks. I, lost, I lost 50 bucks. Oh, uh, well, could have been but, worse. Uh, Got your name out there. Brand recognition. 
yeah, it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, I was talking about my parents about this because they came up, kind of um, helped me kind of finish up the projects. And I was talking to my wife about this too. Like, I, you know, normally if I had, you know, because I spent about a month, like my, my daughter goes to like a, a preschool program. She's in there like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, nine to noon. So I have like nine hours every week that are mine, full like fully mine. Um, so throughout the past month, I've been, every single day I've been, I'll like, I'll come home, set up all my tools, and start working. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I've been, I've been doing for a month, and I've been like really, like really focused on it, and just really trying to, to bust all this out and do it. Um, and so to do all that work and to you know, show up Saturday morning, and set up, and for no one to buy anything, normally that would just wreck me. Yeah. Like, you'd just be like, oh my gosh, like make second guess every decision I made. Yeah. Like design choices versus this, you know, this craft show versus this one and blah, sure. blah. But at the end of it, I just had this piece of like, I would not change anything. I don't regret anything. That's I don't awesome. regret, you know, the designs I did, the colors I used, anything. I don't regret anything. What did you make? Um, so I make, right now I'm, I'm making like geometric wall art. Okay. Um, that's, that's, that's a very like broad term, but that's the general idea. Yeah. Um, and so they add bigger pieces and smaller pieces and stuff like that. Um, I'll, I'll send you um, some pictures of stuff I made. Yeah, um, that'd be awesome. But it, um, yeah. So you know, th- there are things that were you know maybe a little out there, but some things I feel like uh, so there's some things I would look at it, I would be finished with. It, I was like, man, that's gonna sell. Like that within ten minutes, it's gonna be gone. Yeah, and it just wasn't. I had to pay eight hours, and no one sold. And but I, I just felt this peace, man. It was just really. It was just I don't know. That's awesome. It was just weird. That's it good. Was really, yeah, it is awesome. It was really good. It was. It made me feel confident and. Well, it's what something you enjoy doing, you know, and, and making. Oh, yeah. And so, so why, yeah, it's like, again, it's like living life versus like the outcome of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's kind of that same kind I, I, I see that as kind of the same concept. Like, man, you just enjoyed the process. Like you enjoyed yeah. like living life and doing, doing your craft. And eventually if you keep going, I'm sure eventually you'll figure things out or, you know, things will come around and you'll make that first yeah. sale. Yeah, I hope so because I, I have a bunch of stuff laying around. That I, just <laughs> I don't want it. My are you house, gonna? Are you? Do you have plans to do another show or? I, I I don't. I never really wanted to do a craft show. They're exhausting, man. Yeah. You gotta. My mom and dad. My dad used to make stuff like that, and my mom would okay. paint them, and then it was just like a side gig. Uh, yeah. You know, for my family and past your salary, you get it. Yeah. Um, I get that. And so, like, it was just something they enjoyed. My dad liked woodworking and my mom would paint them and make these like santa clauses and you know the classic cool. uh, snowmen and you know whatever these different christmas yeah. things generally but um yeah so i spent a few of my days growing up in the craft shows yeah yeah so it's, it's just tiring it really is and so it's not it, that i don't see it as something that i can do consistently sure just because just the, the toll it takes on me and then you know we gotta um like my, my parents don't live up here. My in-laws live up here. So, you know, they, they're, they moved up here to help, you know, to like be around our daughter, which is great. Yeah. You know, it's a lot to ask for them to watch her all day or for my wife to watch her all day. And, to, you know, so it's, it's just, it's exhausting. So I would love to sell online or, um, yeah. So I was going to ask right now I'm working on like contacting local, like little local shops cool. in yeah. my area, like installments or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to you know, sell them that way. I think that's, that's more, um, 
that's more sustainable, you know. Yeah. That's something I could see myself doing for a few years versus I don't want to do craft shows for years. I just I, I, I was driving there Saturday morning and I was like, I already don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm happy to be going. I'm thankful to be going. Yeah. I had and I was excited about it. But I was like, I'm already tired and I got I haven't set up yet. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's just not. I don't know. It, it's not. It's not. I'm not cut out for it. Um, cool. But I do nothing wrong with that either. You know. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll you'll figure it out. You'll figure you're you're a smart guy. You'll figure it out. And even so. again, even if it's just you get to make your own stuff and figure like yeah. if it's a therapy for you in no sense, you know, just like your own little hobby and I don't know, those things are important, the things you like mm-hmm. to do. That's, That's one cool. thing that just doing this has been really, really important for me because I've been like I've been doing Salem Dad for three years and yeah. I really do love it. It is the best job I've ever had. Yeah. But it is it's kind of like this banging your head against the wall. It's the same thing over and over and over and over. Yeah. We're in like this, this like section. I know you guys don't have kids, but we're in this like, I thought you may be able to really a little bit like we're in the section of potty training. Mm-hmm. It's just been like, it's been difficult. Um, and so like, I just, it, it's good to have something that is not full that. Of mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't want to, I just don't want to deal with that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I do cause I have to, but I yeah. need something that I can, look forward to outside of that you if know? you can well, have so two hours to not have to think about diapers and uh yes. and potty training like yes i think that that's is... probably healthy <laughs> yeah i think so um see so yeah, it's been it's been therapeutic um it's been fun like it's been it's like definitely working my creative muscle yeah and ideally i can you know back to you know being a single income family that issue it may help supplement some issues yeah um, sure you know like i'm and then, like you guys i think Overall, we live a, a pretty comfortable life, and we're very thankful for what we have. We, we own a house, yeah. so you know, I'm not I'm not complaining about it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But you know, you know, more money will help us. You know, be more free. We can. Yeah. We, spot, um, we bought a, a car recently, so I helped pay off the car earlier. My wife's home, so I think there's you know, bringing extra money is it's it's never a bad thing. Um, no. can help us. It does help. Yeah. In the future. Yeah, is uh, money unfortunately is required for everything. So it sucks, man. It sucks. And grocery shopping, dude. I know. There's two of us and uh I don't like it just blows my mind every time I go to the store. Like if I like seventy five to hundred bucks every time. Yep. It's weird. And I it's just two of us. Like I'm sure it's more than that for you because you have a little one as well. It's more it's not she doesn't eat a ton of food, so Yeah. But gosh, it, it blows my mind. Like just to eat like Oh, I want to have vegetable meat and vegetables, you know, like, yeah. it's not our, our, like our splurge as we get LaCroix water, you know, like, <laughs> living big, man. I know. Like, Love it. Yeah. No, we're the same way. Um, and it's one of those things where people are like, Oh, it's so much cheaper than eating out. I'm like, yeah, it is cheaper, but it's not cheap. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Those are two different things. It is. Yeah, it's true. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's really funny. But it, it is, a. Uh, it is weird. It always blows my mind. I'm just like, really? Like, it really costs that much? You look at your cart like, that's all we got? Yeah, you're like, man, I came in here thinking I'd, I could, you know, we could spend less than that today. Nope. <laughs> definitely didn't. Well, if you're like me, I get in my car, I'm like, crap, I forgot like six things. Yeah. So I go back and spend 20 more bucks. I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> I, know. Worse. I know. I already have like three or four different things. I'm like, man, I wish I would have got that. I wish I would have bought that. Yeah. Like, I went shopping yesterday. It's like, shit. <laughs> Do you have an online store for your stuff yet? No, I don't. No, I um, I have Instagram, but um, cool. I like. I mean, because like I've worked in shipping. I worked in shipping. You know, yeah. I see, and I, 
worked shipping at that um, the Rising Hunger, and I, I worked shipping. I worked did shipping inventory for Apple Store. So like, right. I've been shipping a decent amount, and I know it's a pain in the butt. And so, I haven't the shipping thing just makes me nervous. Um, there's like, they there's I don't know. We can talk offline, but like the store yeah. like that I have through Crazy Face Uno, they mm-hmm. make it pretty easy, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, like we'll talk about later. Yeah, I mean it's through GoDaddy and GoDaddy store, but they they make it pretty easy. They've got their own like little shipping, um, like company platform deal that's like connects to, and yeah. you just print off the labels and and go for it. So like you got a printer, you're good to go. Like you don't even need like anything any special, you know. Mm. Uh, like, I think to me, the biggest thing is like the cost of shipping because I have. I mean, some of these pieces yeah. are. They're about 20, 30 pounds. So they, uh, they put in, you can just put in the weight, you put in the time, you mm-hmm. can you can alter that so that you pay for shipping or a set cost for mm-hmm. shipping. You can do all those That's different cool. things. So, oh. yeah, there's there's some, it's pretty streamlined. You know, we've, you and I both have worked in those different areas with uh, shipping yeah. and fulfillment. And, you know, we've worked with some higher tech like uh, systems. And, mm-hmm. but, there's some pretty automated, like the one that I use is it's pretty automated to be completely. Okay. So yeah, yeah, we can, we'll talk we can, about it later. Yeah, I'm, for um, sure. Definitely interested in that because I've seen people sell stuff on Etsy before. Yeah. And I'm like, I look at like, because I kind of know how much it would cost for them to make it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how you're making any money after shipping. Like, there's no way you're making any money. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, doing, but yeah, I don't anyway. know how they they and there might be different ways. Yeah, there might be different you know bits. Yeah. I, I keep assuming there's a secret out there I haven't unlocked yet. Yeah, (laughs) probably. (laughs) (laughs) I always feel like there's a secret out there somewhere. (laughs) Somewhere. That's funny. Uh, What is your Instagram for your woodworking stuff? Uh, Let me look it up. I I just started it like last week. Nice. I started it because I had that show on Saturday and I started it Friday night. Yeah. Um, It is uh, firefly.woodshop. Firefly dot wood shop. Sweet. Well, we'll make sure we put that in the the podcast description oh, thanks, and stuff, and we'll that. tag you and get some get some traction going that way. Yeah, man. Um, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So That's if you're not listening, podcast, but... <laughs> dang it! No, uh, <laughs> no, I'm all about it. Plug plug away, man. Um, okay. So. Yeah, if you're listening, go to firefly.woodshop on Instagram and check out some of uh, Ryan's woodworking stuff that he's working on. If you're interested, shoot him a DM. Help him out. Thanks. Help him out. Well, let's wrap things up, man. Okay. Sounds good. uh, Got anything you want to leave us with? I do. I, I I thought about this when we first started, and I just didn't get a chance to tell the story. This is a really funny Shane story. I thought it's a funny story. Uh oh. We were. Um, <laughs> this, yeah, you, you may or may not remember this. Uh-oh. We were. Uh, <laughs> it was icy, obviously. Kind yeah. Of like so, I, I thought about this a few weeks ago after you had asked me to do the podcast, and I was like, oh my god, I got to tell the story. We were uh, at IC, and someone had they were unloading something. There was someone shipped something to us, and it was huge, so we couldn't. Um, they couldn't bring up the elevator in one piece, so we had to go down there and help them like unload it. Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I can't remember what it is. 
so, I don't know where this story so is going. Me, Randy, I'm sure like Russell and Noah can. I think Jeremy came down there, and we probably got Scott too. <laughs> anyway, there's a decent amount of people came down there to help us get it, and um, we brought some pallet jacks. So we had to, you know, we knew we were have to move a lot of stuff, and so we're kind of we kind of walk out the bottom of the parking deck. This is downtown San Diego, like one way streets, all this, and the the street we were on was like it was kind of an <laughs> incline going down. So I looked back, and you were riding the pallet jack <laughs> down the hill, and I'm like, I was, I lost, <laughs> idiot. There's no brakes. You're like going into oncoming traffic. There was no one coming, but like you were going the wrong way on the street. <laughs> and I was like, you're an idiot. Like, there's no brakes. And then if that, I mean, you use a pallet jack. If it hits like the smallest, pedal, oh, yeah. it just stops. Like just dead stop. I was like, you're gonna flip. I don't remember. I don't even remember how you stopped. But it was really, really, really funny. Um, <laughs> I think I just turned it, probably. But Carefully. I think I, was, I thought the thing would turn so tight. Yeah, yeah. It was really funny. Was that when yeah. we had like all the paper material stuff? It was like all the paper. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, I can't. I really don't remember. I don't remember what the. I just, I just, it was a lot. But it was really funny. That happened a couple of times, though, like having those types of deliveries. So the semis yeah. would drop stuff off downtown San Diego, yeah, yeah. and we'd have to try to figure out how to get it up to the fifth floor. Yeah. Always oh, exciting. Yeah, well, that was so that, uh, that, that's what I want to leave you guys with. If you've seen Shane, imagine him on a pallet track in downtown San Diego, and downhill into <laughs> and that sums up Shane in one story. Yeah, pretty much pretty much <laughs> that is your personality i love it man i love it dude thanks so much for coming on i really appreciate it this was really fun yeah. stay in touch absolutely absolutely yeah Let's stay in touch for sure if you ever come through Atlanta, let me know you can stay here hey you never know i came through yeah. there i came through there uh like on my way down and uh-huh. i ended up not staying i just kind of like all right i've just made the last push like dang. oh yeah yeah but, Anyway. All right, dude. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening. If you have a chance, go check out uh, firefly.woodshop on Instagram. Help Ryan out. Take a look at his woodworking and and, uh, some of the things he's making. And if you've also had the time, go check out crazyfaceuno.com. There's ways for you to donate uh, to help us build this foundation of telling people's stories and there's mugs and different ways for you to purchase and and buy things on there as well we appreciate you don't forget do good make a difference find ways to give back we appreciate you all love you